In this episode, we chat to Nick Butcher, who's a photographer from Leaderboard Photography. Nick is the photographer for Fakenham and Great Yarmouth race courses. In this podcast, Nick talks about what it's like to be out there on the race course, taking pictures in all weathers. Nick also gives you his recommendation on what he thinks you should do if you also want to take super horse racing pictures. So today we have Nick Butcher from Leaderboard Photography. Now Nick is a horse racing photographer and he covers Fakenham and Great Yarmouth race courses. So hi Nick, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Jolly good. Right, so I'm just going to ask you a few questions and uh, I would like to know how long have you been a photographer? course it's probably nearing about 28 years I think since I left college so yeah some some time most of it's been spent working in newspapers but um more recently working in sport so oh, right yeah. okay then so you started off um as a newspaper photographer so was that intentional then you was at college or went straight into newspapers I did yes it was intentional yes yeah I, I, I did work experience at the, my local paper and then um thoroughly loved it and then pursued a career in that that industry really yes so in the days of dark rooms and black and white printing that was uh, wow exciting days yes yeah. but do you feel it's, it's changed a lot then oh massively it's, it's unrecognizable from when I first started really so right. um yeah it's uh, been seen a massive change that industry and you did a college course on photography is that correct that's right I went to um Norfolk Arts and uh, oh, I can't remember. It's got a new title now, but it, Norfolk College of Arts and Technology in Kingslim. Um, I was there for two years doing a photography and design course, and um, yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. It was great fun, and then then left and managed to get a job on the Berry Free Press in Berry St Edmunds. Right, so snapped up immediately. Sorry. You were snapped up immediately, were you? Uh, yeah, like like the pun. Yes, no, no. I, <laughs> I spent I spent about ten months freelancing for um, the Hunt's Post, actually, where I first came into contact with horse racing, where I did my first few meetings at Huntingdon, actually, and then I had a staff job after about ten months at the Bury Free Press, really, is where it first really started. Wow. Yeah. So when you were doing um, the, the first few jobs at Huntingdon, did that sort of like give you the taste for it there? Yeah, we did actually. It's very exciting. I mean, I, it's, yeah, it, it did actually. Yeah, it was quite, uh, I remember um, I'd never been before and I went with the sports supporter and he had a bit more experience about what's going on. And um, I took my, I had an old film camera and it's one of these cameras that you could take the head off and you could look down into the bottom of it. So I laid my camera right down by the hurdle and shot the horses as they came over the top, which you wouldn't be allowed to do now. You have to do that on a remote camera. But uh, yeah, I've got some really nice pictures from that. And it was on the back page of the paper and uh, I, don't ask me what horse it was. I can't remember, but uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, yeah, it, it, it was very exciting. Yeah, it was good. that was your first steps into horse racing photography. It was, yes, yeah. And how long have you been a photographer now for the race courses? Oh, that's oh, it's probably only about two years because my colleague Adrian Judd, who I worked with at the Eastern Daily Press, he had been doing um, the race course photography for a little while, and um, he sort of subsequently retired now. So. I've sort of taken over from him really so and is that how it all come about then yes it is yeah yeah and he was doing it for how long 
um, I can't remember that. Probably about five, five or six years because he he sort of left the um, the Eastern Daily Press a few years prior to me, and so he would sort of to do that and uh, along with a couple of other things that we were doing together. And uh, yeah, so he was there for about five or six years, I think. Yeah, possibly longer. And is it hard to take uh, good photographs of uh, horses that are just racing so fast? You have to plan it. It's better. Be you always talk. You have to plan what you do. It's not. It's not difficult to take a picture, but take a really good picture. There is. I'd like to think there is a bit of a skill in it. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so you, it's just through experience planning out where you're going to take the picture and uh, what you're trying to achieve from each individual race, really. So, how, how um, do you plan that? Do you plan, you know, what jump you're going to stand near or um, what, where, what furlong or what horse you're going to target? Is that the type of planning you're talking about? Well, yeah, I mean, the, the, so I have a primary target of trying to, of, of capturing the winning horse so in theory you can't really stray too far from the from the winning line or at Faken and the last jump really um or at Yarmouth it'd be nearer the winning post um so you can't you you do have to bear that in mind so you can't go too far but in particular at Fakenham you can go to different points and I like to sort of run around and keep myself keep myself warm and um I can I'll go to one fence and I might go around to the the bend because they do several circuits and so I'll try and get two or three different shots from each race um that's kind of how I try to do it so it keeps me mm. keeps it nice and interesting and, and how do you know when you've got a winning shot um I don't know you just well you don't always know but you can well, you, it's very different like in the old days of film cameras you kind of did kind of have a feeling when you press the button that you might have something special but you'd have that anticipation of going back to the dark room but now you can quickly look back to the uh to the back of your camera now like you know it's all a digital camera and do you find uh at any time that you you miss a shot and you think oh i was in the wrong place yeah you can't you can't get everything that's um yeah you do you do miss things because it's just impossible to capture everything. You you set yourself up at a certain point and you're trying to get achieve what the best picture is from that vantage point that you're at, but you might see something happen slightly further away from you, which you're unable to capture. But um, that's just the way it is, really. You try to minimise that, but you, you can't negate it altogether. So. No. And um, you're, uh, you know, the camera and the lens, you know, what what type of kit do you have to have to be able to get um, these fast horses in, in shot? Well, you're, we, I use sort of professional Nikon cameras, they're digital SLR cameras with, um, I normally use a sort of a long lens, either a 300 millimetre lens or a two to 500 millimetre lens, and then along with a wide angle lens, which I may put on a little stand and use a, a radio control thing. So I could, you might well have seen shots of from right, right low down where the horses are coming over the fences. Um, and then you, that is all done via a radio control camera. So you'll have your camera set up, pointing upwards at the fence. And then as they come over, you're set further away at a safe, at a safe distance. And you press the button from there so that's kind of a different shot you'll use for that and um, then I might be shooting on a longer lens of the horses coming over the fence to get a slightly different shot really. And are you always buying more stuff for your kit? 
I'm trying not to. There's there's always something that you want to buy, and it's an expensive game. So uh, um, I try not to spend too much, but uh, you did. There is always something else that you want to get. Yes, I must admit. I can imagine. I can imagine you sort of thinking, "Oh, if I only had that, I would have been able to get that brilliant shot off." <laughs> yeah, you can have too. You can have too much equipment on you. I think you can. You you, you can just if whatever camera you've got, it's always the best way. I'll do the best with whatever I can with that camera and that lenses capabilities and then just stick with it and anything else that happens outside that remit then don't worry about yeah. it that's just mm. not really it's not there to worry about you just um do what you can with what you've got because if you've got oh sorry if got, sorry if you've got too much kit on you you end up getting caught in different i find you get caught up with oh shall i do this or shall i do that shall i do and it's becomes confusing you just use what you've got and make the best of it that's really yeah too much choice sometimes yes yeah um but do you uh you know sort of when you're asked to come along to the race course uh, to take these photos do people just expect you to turn up with loads of kit and if you didn't turn up with all the kit you'd be like frowned upon i don't know i guess there's an, an aspect of that i guess if you just turned up with one little small camera then I think people might begin to look at you whether you're doing a job correctly. But um, I, I, I don't know. It's, um, I haven't really thought about that actually. But um, no, I just wondered. I, you know, like your first your first job at the race course, and you turn up with like a, a little hobby camera, and everyone's like, "Oh dear." <laughs> yeah, no, no. I've always had the right stuff, so it doesn't. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah, you've got yeah. lots of experience. And have you uh, been able to do sort of behind the scenes shots uh, or seen celebrities at the race courses that you've been able to get good pictures of? Um, look, look, I haven't seen too many. Last last celebrity I saw Andrew Lloyd Webber at uh, at Yarmouth. He was an owner, I think. Um, he was a Yarmouth for two or three years ago now. But um, we haven't seen anyone at the race courses for obvious reasons for a while now. So, yeah, cool. yeah. yeah I bet yeah. it's very quiet at the moment. It is. You can move around quite a lot easier without the crowds there. But um, yeah, it is quiet. Yeah. But your your job's still going on. It's is still uh, as as it was. Yeah, fortunately, the, the one thing that has changed is that we're not doing. Well, obviously, they're not. There's no presentation photos at the moment. So. Um, we're sort of trying to do things in a different way and had that does release me to go off and about to do things slightly differently and look at things slightly differently as well which is quite nice in a way it's a little bit different so what happens then you're at the race course you take the photographs what happens then once you've taken the photographs what happens afterwards that's a good question um it's a really a frantic kind of um once you've done the sort of got the pictures of the winning horse coming into the parade ring etc then i will um, download some pictures onto my phone from the camera and then i will email them to the race course of which they then make a print and give to the winning owner of their winning horse coming over the ju last jump or whatever point on the course um, and then pictures will then i'll be sending pictures out onto social media as well from that point and then later in the evening, I download everything, edit, every, edit everything up and then up, uh, upload that to our website. You say about social media, is that your job as well to put the photographs on social media? Oh, well, I, it is you're really quite time constrained between races because you've not got a lot of time between each thing to try and work all of that out. So fortunately, my colleague, Adrian Judd, who, who did the job before me, he 
he um, actually, I send the pictures to him and then he organises that side of things. So I'm quite, quite fortunate there, actually. Oh, yeah. So you have a little bit of help. That's nice. Yes. Um, yeah. What about the newspapers? Do you get to then um, uh, send the pictures to the newspapers or is that up to the race course? Well, that's, uh, I think the newspaper will contact us if sort of directly if they need it. Um, but they don't use much as much as much as they used to in the past. So that's kind of hopefully, you know, they, they might start to use us again a little bit more often. But uh, mm, OK. Um, and uh, you mentioned earlier about sort of walking around at Fakenham because it can be a bit chilly. Um, so, I mean, Fakenham, yeah, I've been there a few times and uh, it can be rather cold some days. So how do you how do you deal with that? Good clothing. <laughs> so what you need. Good pair, good pair of boots, double socks sometimes if it's going to be really cold hat and layers and uh, and keep moving really. So if you're standing around, if you stand around in the cold, if you don't move, if you don't move too much, you can get really cold and that's that makes working very hard. So I try and keep myself moving, keep keep busy, and then I generally don't feel it too much actually. So, so lots of thermals. Yes, yeah, yeah. Keep yourself well wrapped up. And what about if it's pouring down with rain? Are you still um, supposed to be out there taking the photographs? You can't stop? Yes. Rain is the hardest thing. Rain is the hardest thing to work in because you're trying to keep the rain off the front of the, off the lens. Um, and when it does that, that becomes very difficult. So basically you'll try and position yourself. If when it's really wet, you try and position yourself so you've so the wind is not blowing the rain onto the lens, really. Um, the camera, uh, I'll put sort of waterproof coating over the camera like i've got like a little jacket which will fit over the top of the camera um and they're they're good quality cameras so they don't get their they can sort of stand up to some bad weather um but yeah so you just try and make the best of it if you can really but you do have to keep going <laughs> so you have to be quite hardy really during the uh, winter months yes yeah i've done plenty of football matches and that in the past in some pretty terrible weather so I'm, I'm fairly used to it now yeah so so it's really takes a lot of dedication it's not for the faint-hearted is it no i think you can get you can get pretty i've seen people get pretty fed up with it you know if you get if it gets really really cold but um people just yeah, putting their cameras down and walking off <laughs> Uh, I've not seen that, but uh, <laughs> us photographers are a pretty hardy bunch, I think. Yeah, so. and I suppose Great Yarmouth is a, a warmer race course for you, though. Yeah, well, it's generally run much more in the summer months, so it's a it's a different thing altogether. But it has been cold there as well because it's pretty exposed um, right on the coast there, isn't it? It's, yeah. That's a very different thing yeah. working at Yarmouth. It's a you only have one shot at it as well because they only have, they generally only do one. They come up the straight and finish, so you've just got one chance. But like with a faken, they might go around two or three times, and so you've got two or three chances to catch capture the horses. But uh, so that's yeah, interesting. Like, so do you find flash. then? Do you find then that um, the the better action shots come from faken and race course? Not necessarily, not necessarily, no. So it's just, they're, they're very different. They're very diff difficult to compare, actually, because they're one's flat and one's jump. So um, Yarmouth's got sort of a bigger stadium, so it might look a little bit more majestic as a background, as a backdrop. But um, but Yarmouth, but Fakenham's also got the jumps and it's got a stand as well. So, it's, you know, it's very difficult to compare compare them and say you get better pictures from either or either that's uh yeah 
So I enjoy doing it both. Have you fancied taking photographs at any other race courses? Um, I do actually, I, I would like to, but I'm not sure where I would go, like to go, but I, I'd be happy to go anywhere really if, if I was asked, that would be, be great to do some, do other courses as well, yeah. Oh, right, so you've not seen any of the, the races on TV and said, well, that's one course I'd really like to go to. Well, I guess, you know, the, the usual sort of ascots and things like that, but um, I'd like to go to Newmarket as well, and it's not too far away as well either, is it? But uh, um, From where you are, based in Norwich, it's not far at all. No, exactly, yeah. So, um, yeah, so maybe in the future that'll happen. Yeah. And when when are you next at the races, taking photos? I believe it's this Tuesday at Fakenham, I believe, yeah. Oh, lovely, that's good. So somebody starting off in photography then who fancies, uh, you know, doing some race course shots, what, what do you recommend? Um, it, it, what, what do you mean, what, 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 what sort of camera or? Yeah, sort of like, you know, what, what camera do you recommend them to uh, go on YouTube and learn a few things first or, uh, you know, just get out there and do it? Um, well, yeah, at the moment I, they can't, but like you know, when no, exactly. time, yeah, when uh, time allows us in the future to do so, what would you recommend? Research. Look at as many different photographers as you can, different sporting photographers. Get inspiration that way, and look at the pictures and, and ask yourself why do you like them? How and then work out how they've been achieved, and, and look at the equipment that you may have, and think, well, trying to achieve something like that is that possible with what I've got and it may well be or it may not be but um yeah just as much research as possible really you can't ever do as too much really you should always be looking at different pictures and things to gain inspiration I think and it's easy to do so as well what with YouTube there's lots of uh, videos that will help people as well isn't there oh well, yeah exactly yes there is yeah but the, the thing with horse racing you do have to be accredited to be able to get race you know it's about to be on the course to take pictures um so that you do have to bear that in mind i guess you i guess it's okay to take pictures from the stands in which you can take some good pictures but you are that little bit further away than what someone like myself would be mm. and uh, lastly nick uh, do you have a website where people can actually go and have a look at your pictures uh, yes we do it's it's um www.leaderboardphotography.com Brilliant. So leaderboardphotography.com. Wonderful. Awesome. Well, it's been great speaking with you, Nick. Thank you so much. That was very interesting.